You're listening to Moms Out Loud. You're tired? Tell me how you're tired. <laughs> what am Maybe I we should fill right? people in. Look at this baby. Do a spit. Do a spit. I feel way from the offer. It's fine. It's fine. Hey guys, welcome back. I am Alexa. And I'm Rachel. And today we thought that we would mix it up a little bit and talk about more of a marital topic. And what we wanted to talk about was love languages. And if you are not familiar with what love languages are, uh, who's the author of that book? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here, Gary Chapman. Dr. Gary Gary Chapman. Chapman. Okay. So if you're not familiar with love languages, there is a doctor, Dr. Gary Chapman, who came up with this theory that we're all loved, um, but we have different love languages, and you have to speak each the, the specific love language for your spouse that they need to feel properly loved. And it's really funny that we're doing this topic because Lael and I are currently reading the book together. Oh, really? So. Yeah, we just got through the first chapter. Um, so it's just this really interesting theory that I, I actually 100% agree with that, you know, there's it can be dwindled down to these five that he gives. And yes, and that if you are not speaking the love language of your spouse, it's kind of like this foreign language that they don't understand and yep. they don't feel loved. And I 100% agree with that. Because Lael's love language is completely different than mine, but all of our marital issues can be kind of reflected onto the fact that it's not that he was a bad husband or that, you know, he wasn't trying. He was just speaking the wrong love language to me to make me feel like you're not doing enough for me. So love language wise. I want to mention something that I find so interesting and oh also we didn't say this is like a personality quiz thing so it's a book and then you take a quiz and or maybe you take a quiz and then you read the book and that kind of helps you work through the book my parents did it I never read it I've taken the quiz and so has Luke I yeah I don't I didn't feel like I needed to read the book simply because I'm very familiar with it but I'm sure it wouldn't hurt to read but the thing that I found interesting is more often than not we love people how we want to be loved, which is why it's so important to understand something like the love languages because maybe your love language is XYZ and your husband's is something else, but you're doing to him, like showing him love in the way that you want to receive love. And that's not how it works. So I just wanted to point that out because I think like once you can wrap your head around that, like, oh, like, let's say I want someone to, you know, spend more one-on-one time with me. So I'm going to try to spend more like undivided attention with them. But if they don't care about that, then you're just making yourself sad. So that's why it's important (laughs) to like read the book or take the quiz or whatever and learn how to not only receive love and your partner know how you want to receive it and then also how they best receive love so yeah um well and this crazy thought that i had while i was reading chapter one (laughs) i was like okay i get it that opposites attract but maybe it would be smart for all of our marital counselors out there to be like nope you guys don't have the same love language don't get married And I know that that's like super crazy and extreme, but how much easier would a marriage be if you had the same love language? I'll... That was just a thought that I had. So I'll be able to give a better example of that later once we talk about what ours, 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 are. excuse me, but um, I don't think it totally matters. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to be honest. Like Okay, no, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. And and I'll I'll go I'll get into why more later. So Okay. Okay, um, cool. But now do you want to go through what they are, what the five love languages are? Yeah, so I can just list one and then kind of explain it a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the first one that I have in front of me uh is words of affirmation. So this is basically saying kind things, 
um, making sure that the person knows that uh, they are loved and wanted through words. Yep. And the next one is quality time. And that's basically about spending quality time with someone with undivided attention, which means stop looking at your phone. If you're going to say you're hanging out, stop looking at your phone. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Exactly. (laughs) The third one is physical touch. And I mean, this is self-explanatory. I feel most of these are self-explanatory. Yeah, they are. But physical touch, I mean, physical touch is going to be different. And I I really think that it's going to be different based off of uh, sex, gender, right? I mean... You know, and then, or even just, yeah, like you said, the person. It's like physical touch in what way? Yeah. Um, it doesn't always mean sex. Hugging. So. Or, no, it definitely doesn't mean sex for most people. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's also interesting, too, because, like, a lot of the times, I'm very much like a hugger, and a lot of my friends mm-hmm. aren't because, I don't know, I speculate that their parents didn't hug them. <laughs> That's so mean. Right. But, it, but also, it's true, okay? Because I will say... Like, oh, you don't like hugs? They're like, oh, we didn't really hug in my family. And I'm like, that's very sad. (laughs) So um, I think, though, that because I am a hugger, when people get close with me and they're used to just me liking to hug and be hugged, that they start to like it. Because I think when a hug's done right, everybody likes it. So right. I don't know why I went on that tangent. Yeah. But you guys need to hug your kids, people. Okay? Yeah. (laughs) Hug and be comfortable. Like, I feel like... Be comfortable hugging your family. Like, yes. hey, how are you doing? Hi. And then hug them, you yes. know? Yes. Um, sometimes I feel like, should I hug this person? Should I not hug this person? I haven't seen them in a long time. But it's like, okay, if you want to, just do it. <laughs> and so. honestly, you, the amount of times that I've hugged someone and I can tell that they're uncomfortable uh, is a lot. And I do feel very weird about right. that because I usually try to be like, hey, I'm a hugger. Is that okay? And sometimes they like don't say no, but they look uncomfortable. So maybe like give them right. a chance to warm up to you first before you're just touching people. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Hugs are nice. And also like, I don't know. I I yeah. think physical intimacy in a friendship way, not like a sex way, but in just like a friendship love way is so like undervalued. And it's like, yeah. we need to tell our friends we love them and we need to hug them. Stop being so weird about it, okay? Hugs are so good for yeah. you. Really good. And you can look up like yeah. the science behind being hugged, but it is important. So Exactly. Anyways. <laughs> and every good movie has a, a long run hug. hug scene, okay? Yeah. Every good movie. Okay, even, you know, not even just chick flicks. But And yeah, they even say how long you're supposed to hug someone, like 10 seconds, 15. It's long and it's really weird yeah. and it's important. People, yeah, yeah, it is. I have felt sad people melt into hugs that I've given. And that yeah. is number one, very sad. And also number two, so important. You hug people who are sad. Anyways, okay. Yeah. It will heal them. But it might not be their love language, okay? So let's... <laughs> But, okay, yeah, that's not the point. This it's is everybody's love language. Anyways, um, the next one, receiving gifts. And I feel like this is like, duh, people like gifts. But, yeah, no, not like, not really. Like, yes, everybody likes receiving gifts. But some people like to use gifts as a way of showing love. And if that's not someone's love language's language, then you're just buying them stuff for no reason. And, for example, me. Yeah receiving gifts is not my love language and i've had a lot of people in my life try to buy my love and i'll just be like Mm -hmm. cool thanks i love when you buy me stuff i want but does not make me love you so yeah that is another one (laughs) anyway yeah and i and i think that the receiving gifts itself it has to be intentional i mean you can't just gift to gift you know well um i like gift weird stuff like so i don't like giving gifts i'm bad at it but like i'll buy something at the grocery store for luke that i think he might like something fun and that's like my version of like giving a gift (laughs) and like and and he likes it but um it's not i don't necessarily think i was being like super thoughtful it was just like oh this made me think of you so here is a bag of chips yeah so yeah the last one is acts of service So with acts of service, 
you are going to be showing your love through doing the things that they need or want done so things that they find value to be done so like for example you know taking out the trash or cleaning the house or yep. um you know yeah cooking like dinner that. you know emptying yeah. out the drain trap you know it can be anything but they ask you really. to do something yes you you know jumping up and being like yes I'll I'd be happy to do that for you and yes whatever it may be and also this kind of I think this one's a tricky one because I think this one seems like pretty self-explanatory but I also think this one highly depends on the person so if someone's like yeah. thing is acts of service I don't think all acts of service count as act of service to that person I, maybe this is speculation, but right. it's just like if you don't care about the lawn being mowed, but someone mows the lawn as an act of service for you, you're going to be like, I don't care about you mowing the lawn. But I don't know because... Oh, sure. Uh, no, but I think <clears throat> I think showing that, oh, look, I tried to do something for you is still going to be spoken at some sort of volume to them. Okay, okay. Even I was... if it's not on their list... Of they're going to be like, oh, you actually got up and did something for okay. me. Oh, wow. I can really hear you. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I think that was good that we talked about that. So so uh, when I took this quiz, I've taken it a couple times now, I get a tie between two because depending on the test you take, it'll kind of give you the breakdown of the percentages and mine was tied between quality time and physical touch. So the thing that's tricky about this is quality time is very specific to me, okay? So yeah. what I mean by that is, um, I think we've talked about this in other episodes, but if Luke and I sit down to watch a movie together, he considers that quality time. I do not consider that quality time. And I have like a joke where I say like quality time to me actually means quality conversation. So okay, what I mean by that is us like sitting near each other and like doing something together doesn't necessarily check off my box. It's more so having like meaningful conversations. And it doesn't have to be like serious. It just has to be talking. I love talking. And I actually had a friend make a joke the other day I saw on Instagram because she said her husband is the same where he likes quality conversation. And she says he will sit and talk about stuff he learns just nonstop. And she likes to be quiet. She likes to just listen. Um, she would probably like it a lot, she says, if he would not talk so much. But she says she knows he values the quality conversation. So she said she'll sit back and he'll just be like telling her the history of like wood. And she'll be like, go ahead, baby. Tell me about the history of wood. Like, I'm going to listen and just pretend <laughs> I care. And I thought that was so funny because that is very much like me and Luke where I love quality conversation. I am like a research queen and I'll just be telling him the history or whatever about anything. And he's like, probably like, I literally could care less about what you're saying, but I'm going to pretend I do <laughs> and I'm going to listen and yeah. engage. And that means a lot to me because I like people to listen to me. <laughs> Not like in a weird way, but just I like conversation, like like real conversation. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's um, one half of it. And then the physical yeah. touch one is, I mean, I feel like it's self-explanatory, but I like to be touched, not by everybody, not by like strangers. Okay. If you're a stranger, do not touch me. I will not like it, <laughs> but <laughs> I will yell at you. <laughs> but I like, um, like holding hands and snuggling and I like to be rubbed like I love it that's my favorite when I was a kid my dad used to always like draw on my back at bedtime mm. and then he would have me draw on his back too because he loved it so we'd take turns drawing on each other's back and so now yeah. like that's like one of my things with Luke like every night before bed he rubs my back and oh. when we were dating he used to like draw on my face no not with a pen okay <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I just watched the Friends episode in Vegas where Rosh draws a mustache on Rachel with a pen. Oh, yeah. And so I was thinking yeah. of that. He does not do that. It's yeah. just like with his fingers like tracing my face, I guess. I don't know. Right. And it, yeah. it's very nice. And so I basically make this joke 24-7, but I always say that like if I could just have like if I could be a backpack onto Luke and just hang off of him 24-7, I would. So yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean by physical touch. I'm a backpack and I'm just wrapped around Luke. And uh, that's the kind of physical touch I like. And I also really like it too when I have like friends that I'm closer with who can who like hug and who are like more affectionate. Not everybody's like that and that is totally fine. But yeah. when I have closer friends who I see them become comfortable where physical affection comes becomes more natural in their interaction yeah. with me. I think that's nice because that makes me feel yeah. like trusted by them and they're getting out of their comfort zone and being okay with kind of like snuggling. I know that sounds probably so yeah. weird to some people, but yeah. I think it's nice no. when someone feels like close nice. enough to snuggle their friend, you know? I love when, you know, you're in a conversation with a friend and you feel like, you're really close on the couch. Like you're sitting closer and you're having an actual intimate conversation and it's not so. <clears throat> it's not weird. Like distant. Yeah. You know, like, you know, we're si- I'm sitting on this couch. You're sitting on that couch. You know, like it, I don't know. It, it does make you feel like you're more heard. Yeah. And listen to, I don't know. Yeah. I, I do like that. And I'm very like much like that with my parents too. <clears throat> my parents have always been like very affectionate. And so like I'll still like when my mom's here I will sit on my mom's lap <laughs> okay yeah and my yeah. I'll just like snuggle up with my mom not all the time but you know it's just one of those things where it's like I know what that pro- she loves it because it's her baby you know and yeah. I like that I know that it makes her feel special and same thing like my dad I don't sit on my dad's lap because he would be weird about it 100% but <laughs> I will like s- like snuggle up with him and he'll you know deal with it for a little and it's nice so Anyway, yeah. so those are mine. <laughs> and that's a yeah. little bit too much information about me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, and so about physical touch. Um, so I know we're not supposed to categorize our kids. And two of my kids, I'm still kind of like, obviously, I don't say it out loud. But I'm just like, uh, I don't know what you guys are. But I think I know what you guys are, you know. And I'm not going to say it. You know, you're not supposed to. But yeah. um with Tyler, I think physical touch is his because he's just constantly like, mom, can you do the ear thing? And this ear thing is basically me rubbing the back of his ear. Okay. And he just comes over just random. And he's like, mom, I need a massage. Mom, I need a cuddle. Mom, I need, you know, my other two don't do that. And I'm like, I wonder if this is his. His, <laughs> yeah, maybe. So I try to stop and make sure that he has that because... You know, then he, he'll get up after a minute or two and then he'll just be like, okay, love you. And then he'll go do his thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely. But it's really interesting to watch. To see like what they, what theirs are. Yeah, I think that's nice. Yeah. I definitely couldn't yeah. categorize my kids yet, I don't think. Right. But I, um, I don't know. I think. I'd, even if they're, it's not physical touch, even if your kid's love language isn't physical touch, touch your kids. Like. That sounds weird, but I I don't know. I just think there's nothing more important. Well, okay, that's not true, but I just feel like it's so important to be like affectionate with your kids because it, nothing makes me more sad than when I am like, oh yeah, my, someone says to me, oh, my dad didn't hug me till I left for college. I'm like, what? Right. Your dad didn't hug you till you left for college? That's too late. You're already grown. I know. And- too little too late (laughs) yeah it's literally it is and the thing is I just I just hope when my kids are grown and they come over for Thanksgiving because I'll make them um they hug me you know what I mean and if they have spouses I hope their spouses let me hug them because I'll try and I don't know I I just think it's like you want you there's nothing like coming home from being away from your family for a long time and getting a hug from your parent you know, it's just yeah. like, you, I don't know. That's good stuff. Anyways, I know I'm really yeah. going for the hug thing, but I just think it matters. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Well, and I, you know, 
everyone always says, you know, you hug and kiss your kids too much. I'm like, is there really too much? Impossible. I mean, it's not inappropriate. You know, my kids and, you know, my friends see it. It's like what, before my kids leave my presence, even in front of other people, they're like, okay, bye, mom, and they'll give me a kiss. And it's just, and it's just natural for us now, you know, but it, yeah. it's just like, well, that that's because since they were babies i have been giving them that attention and they should have that attention and one day it won't be for me it'll be for their spouse but guess what they're going to be present and want that with their spouse and i think that that's special i think you know even if it's not your love language it's something that does speak to you i mean just like there's been studies on hugs it's like you're you're just helping your kids you know be comfortable doing that with the people that they love you know and yeah anyway and and i would just like to mention like my family was like super like affectionate and touchy-feely and stuff but i have been like severely independent my whole life because oh yeah it would be like here's a hug but also remember like you can do anything you want in the whole world and we're here to support you and i would i would just go do anything because i felt loved and supported and i knew I could do anything scary because if I fell, someone would be there to catch me, you know? Yeah. And so people get really weird about that, that they think you're going to like baby them into like staying in your house forever. And it's like, there's a difference between babying, like truly babying in a way where people don't ever become independent versus like, you know, loving and caring with them in a way that supports them to go off on their own. So yeah think about the needs that you have like if you're feeling sad and you just want to hug that doesn't mean that you're not going to continue adulting um you just need a hug exactly so exactly i don't know i mean our kids are the same way i mean just in like smaller bigger emotions you know yeah i I just yeah i i just never understood that one the whole babying thing my kids are like definitely don't lack on independence so yeah exactly (laughs) exactly Yeah. So okay. So getting into mine. Yeah. yeah. And I used to actually think it was physical touch because um, I took a test previously, like when I was in. When did this book come out? Was it high school or college? I don't no, know. No, way before. But when it first. Okay. Oh, way before. Okay. Because this book's so been I think around. I, I took swear it in for high like school. Forty years. Okay. Well, I think I took it in high school then, and I I remember thinking it was physical touch, and it was because you know I grew up with a very you know touchy family like Cuban family we were very touchy and I would like to sit on people's laps and, oh you know like all that stuff sorry I looked what? it up it came out in 1992 so yeah it's not okay, that so old it's older good. than me but it's not older than you so. right okay <clears throat> so I just remember thinking physical touch was it especially you know being like a I don't know when you're a teenager and you're your body your hormones are raging right and you feel like okay i feel really loved when my boyfriend holds my hand or whatever um and so i always thought that that was it um but then i had my youth pastor who's like my second dad to me right before i got married he's like but that's not your love language and i was like what are you talking about and he's like your love language is words of affirmation and i kind of looked at him and i was like well i don't know I don't think that that, you know, but he had been watching me for so long and had spent so much time with me that he just knew me better than high school, college, Alexa knew me, myself. Yes. Um, And so um, when I got married, it became very, very evident that words of affirmation was actually my love language because you don't have to give me quality time. You don't have to give me a physical touch. You don't have to do acts of service and you don't have to do like, you don't have to give me gifts. But if you do not speak kind, loving words into me, I am a mess. I am a complete and utter mess and I cannot survive. (laughs) I was going to guess that words of affirmation was yours, but then for a little while I thought maybe it was acts of service, but I was thinking if it's acts of service, then you probably wouldn't be my friend. So I'm glad it's words of (laughs) affirmation. (laughs) No, and I think it was a lot of searching because I think, you know, what Lales is, which I'll get into that, what Lales is, it was kind of like I was trying to do catch up a little bit on like, okay, well, this is how he shows love. So, you know, maybe I'm wrong or, you know, whatever. And it was just kind of, um, it's kind of a drowning period where you're just like, man, I I just don't, I don't feel good. Why don't I not feel good about this? I mean, I know he spends a lot of time with me and I know that he, you know, like my husband is definitely not one to 
like go go to the bar at night you know like he's yeah. constantly with me yeah and so I think it was just a lot of trial and error of like why do I still not feel like you love me you know and so um definitely when I retook the quiz it was like 100% words of affirmation and my my youth pastor was correct um and so yeah so basically what I need is like well for me and what it looks like is I don't take um criticism well at all basically if you tell me that I am wonderful I am loved I'm doing such a good job I will continue doing 150% for you like I will feel like oh my gosh I am just I don't know. I, I just get puffed up that, wow, that's just what I needed. And I think also this was something that has been lacking in my life for forever. Um, and I don't think that I've ever gotten words of affirmation since my mom before she passed away. And then also my youth pastor, I think my, and my youth pastor and his wife, I think those are the only three people that have ever done words of affirmation for me. And, um, those were the three closest people in my life until Lael, you know, my husband who then, yeah. you know, has to work at, at making sure that I get, and it, and it's not every day. It doesn't have to be corny. It doesn't have to be anything. It's just, if I do something for you or if, you know, we're talking, I need to just make sure that we come out feeling like it was a positive, positive to me. And, um, and it's not like, oh, you're the best. You're a superwoman. Oh, you're... It's not like fake... Um, like word, the, fluffy words. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like fake... And there's like a word that I'm, I'm searching for. It's not fake ad- admiration or anything like that. It's not... You know, it's not that. Um, yeah. And I hope I'm making sense. No, you are. You are. So, okay. Yeah. And I... Um, I... This isn't one of mine, but I like being validated a lot so I feel like it's similar ish in a way where it's like just being able to acknowledge what's when someone like when you do something for someone or when it's you know yeah basically that when you do something for someone and just like your efforts and and things like that you know and also even sometimes not even just sometimes for you being you you know so yeah I definitely but yeah I definitely feel like if I do something and and no one says anything about it it's not like you know you don't I don't know it's not like okay every time I, I wash the dishes you have to say something but at the end of the day it's like wow you worked really hard babe thank you you know yes. you're the yep. best or whatever yep. like pff, I'll do it again tomorrow <laughs> you know? you're like great so. I'll keep on keeping on <laughs> yeah so anyway yeah. And sometimes it sounds corny, but at the same time, I'm like, it, it really is the little things, like the littlest thing that can give me a, a big, big boost. So, yeah. And I don't think that's corny at all. I think that's why it's one of the yeah. love languages, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's also interesting because this is something that I experience a lot where when other people have um, words of affirmation as their love language, then when they they do it to you a lot because that's what they want I find it interesting because I know like my dad he tells me he's proud of me like a lot and Mm -hmm. I don't care (laughs) I okay that sounds terrible I care like yeah thanks that's really nice um I think the first time I was like very much I very much appreciated it but um it makes me it it's made me realize that that maybe he needs words of affirmation because he gives it a lot you know so I think that's something that's very interesting is that with stuff like this if you can cue in on that like oh they're doing that a lot that's really nice but not necessarily what I need to fill my cup but maybe that's what they need to fill their cup and then you can kind of like read it and and give it back you know so which I think is really nice especially because a lot of the times like, I'm sure my dad tells me uh, he's proud of me a lot because I bet his parents don't ever tell him, you know? So, right. which is sad. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. 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 And I, honestly, yeah, and, at the end and, of the day, you have to do all of them for the people that you love. It's not just like 
Yeah. Okay, they like receiving gifts, so just give them gifts 24-7. No, I think all humans need all of them at least a little, so. Yeah, it's true. But to see, but like to see these different love languages, like you and me can clearly communicate exactly what you want from love, like and what, how you feel loved. Like, I mean, yes, it takes time, but how much more effective is your parenting if, yes, you're doing all of these, but if you can really center in on like what your kid needs without be, without them being able to really communicate it, but yeah. if you can really figure that out, how much easier it's going to like the teenage years are going to be. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like how much easier. And so you're not wasting your time trying to gift somebody or trying to say, "Oh, I'm really proud of you, bud." Like you're not wasting your extra time doing that and then it missing the mark. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think about that often because it's like, okay, yes, I'm doing all this stuff, but yeah. I want to make sure that you feel really, really good. And it's it's hard because, so. like I said, I still can't understand. Like, I still feel like I haven't cued in well onto what my kids are. I mean, Roland's three and, and Forrest is one. Yeah, they're young. So, they're but young. I do feel like at this age, basically, quality time and physical touch. Well, I mean, I do all of them, but the ones I do the most often are quality time and physical touch, which means like one-on-one time, looking them in the eye, no phone in the room, whether that be reading a book. We read tons of books because I feel like that's a really easy way to spend one-on-one time and they feel like you're doing something for them because my kids are obsessed with reading. They do not stop asking me to read books and it's so... I'm so tired of reading the same five books, but I know (laughs) they love it and I know it means a lot to them. So I do it and I just pray that all these efforts won't be in vain and someday they'll want to read on their own and I won't have to read into them and it'll be awesome. So, because even right now, Forrest and Roland both will sit and look at books. Like what? Kids do that? And my kids, my kids are jumping jelly beans. So I know. I think it's worth the effort of spending one-on-one time in the ways that you know they appreciate it even if you don't know for sure yet but hopefully I'll figure it out and then it'll make my life more easy (laughs) we'll see yeah Uh, yeah yeah so okay well yeah and just a just a little uh, just a little thought too I mean with just spending time with people it's like yes even if that's not you know someone's love language I would say that that would be my second love language if you know I couldn't get words of affirmation because spending like quality time with somebody is showing that they care care about you enough that you know and that's just like dating 101 you know it's like if they care about you then they're going to make sure that they take the time to be with you so exactly um I think that that speaks volumes too to anybody so oh yeah for sure because I have tons of friends who are really busy quote-unquote busy and it's like I'm busy too but I will make a time for you if you are willing to make time for me and sometimes they aren't Mm -hmm. and then I feel like that means that they're not your friend (laughs) So, right. Uh, yeah, I know that's harsh. Yeah. And that's for a different, that's for a different episode. But it does, it does, yeah. spending quality time matters for sure for everybody. So, yeah. okay. So now I'm going to go over what Luke's are. <clears throat> and Luke also got 50-50 split, which is so interesting. And his are quality time and physical touch. <laughs> So okay. they're exactly the, the same. same as mine. There we go. 50-50 okay. split and they're exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. So okay. this is why I wanted to talk about this a little bit more was because you speculated that having the same makes it better, right? But... Well, it was my question. Yeah. I oh, it's like, your... Should we? It was your should speculation. We? Yeah. Like it could potentially, yeah, okay. right? You weren't like... Yeah, it yeah. was a theory. Okay. So... Yeah, a theory. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways... Um, so this is what's interesting is because, so I know that those are his love languages, okay? But then I yeah. also know what his Enneagram is and what mine is. And I found the Enneagram yeah. to be ridiculously helpful for me in relationships with the people closest to me. So for example, you and like Luke and yeah. people like that, um, because you guys are both type ones and, yeah. uh, it's so, it's, uh, yeah, be, uh, I don't know. 
because so we both sit like quality time right but i like what i call quality conversation and he just likes being together so Mm -hmm. and i honestly think most guys like like girls want to like sit at a coffee shop and talk guys want to like build something together and talk while doing something you know yeah and that's how they make friendships guys don't want to sit at a coffee shop and chat they don't do that with each other okay they just i mean maybe when they're really close but for example like when luke and lail hang out like if we all hang out together they're gonna have the best time doing something together like manly you know like fixing a car building i don't know uh and then they'll bond by talking over a project projects Mm -hmm. are where it's at right for guys right so luke loves like doing stuff together so for example quality time for him really very much means one-on-one time together like doing something and Mm -hmm. i don't like doing stuff at all barely so it's like yeah (laughs) i don't know i i asked him what is like your ideal form of quality time with me and he says one-on-one time alone without the kids with no phones and that doesn't Mm -hmm. exist that doesn't even exist okay so that's called a date we do those basically never (laughs) and it's really hard because like if we want to have more kids i'm like dude if we're gonna have more kids okay we're not gonna go on dates for like 10 years so your love language isn't gonna be getting filled so what does that mean you know so i guess he he just says like working on making it more of a priority to have date nights which is in theory like duh i would love to go on dates i just don't want to pay someone to watch my kids yeah and have to get ready and stuff (laughs) but right yeah so like for example he um our anniversary is next weekend and he it's our five-year wedding anniversary he rented a tiny house like airbnb in the mountains five hours away and he had his parents his parents are coming to watch the kids for us and so we're gonna go away for the weekend but he like we had planned on having forest weaned by this trip Mm -hmm. and big surprise he's not (laughs) so yeah so that means we can either take force with us and then we don't have like his ideal time of quality time we can leave forest and forest will die i don't know you know i don't even know what will happen (laughs) not he wouldn't die it would just be like pretty hardcore in my opinion to be like sorry i know you nurse like day and night but peace out so um so it might be a good transition it might be how old is he now um he is 16 months old oh that's still young yeah i was thinking you know a little older it's like if it's like two three and then you're like well i'm going out on a weekend like if you stop breastfeeding you stop breastfeeding <laughs> yeah. i know and that's the thing that i'm like stuck on it's because i do want to wean um i'm trying to wean but when i day weaned him he just started nursing all night long and then yeah. when i night wean him he nurses all day long <laughs> so yeah it's like one of the, and he like loves nursing like when i weaned roland mm-hmm. like we did it together and it was easy forest is obsessed yeah. like i think he would rip them off <laughs> and carry them around with him if he could okay. so it's real it's really tricky because it's yeah. like i could just rip the band-aid and leave him but i feel real like right now he nurses all night so i'm just supposed to leave him with luke's mom and be like sorry that he cries for two days and won't eat or sleep good luck yeah like that seems harsh so but it's so hard because i know like going on the trip that he planned and like having that time with me he really wants it and i really want it too but i'm also scared (laughs) so i said why don't we just get your parents a hotel like right near where we're staying then we'll have all day together for the days and then we'll just go get forced at bedtime and um he'll just sleep with us during the nighttime and then we'll take him back yeah so we might do that so he's gonna um he said let's take this week to see if we can magically wean him which is a very funny joke because that was supposed to start last night and last night four slept on my arms the whole night so right. <laughs> i don't think that's gonna happen 
But it's one of those things where sometimes you do have to make like sacrifices and things for your spouse, meeting your spouse's love language and having that one-on-one quality time, even if it's just for two days for anniversary, I know would very much fill his cup. So that might mean that I have to rip the bandaid. We'll see. I haven't decided. I feel like I'm probably not going to rip the bandaid, (laughs) but I wish I could. So, but anyways, yeah. 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 So, but anyways, quality time and and physical touch. And for physical touch, he says it's just like, you know, like the walk by caresses and things like that. So, which is interesting because I don't really consider him to be like very snuggly. Like, I don't think he's like, woohoo, let's snuggle, you know? But, um, right. But he does say that he likes it. So I'm just going to keep climbing all over him and he's just going to keep liking it, even though he doesn't (laughs) seem to, I guess. I don't know. So, yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. So yeah, a little bit different things that you guys still have to work on, even with the same love language, because yeah, it looks different. So yeah. that's interesting. That's good to know. Yeah. Because I really thought, well, if someone, if I married someone that had had words of affirmation, like we would just be like talking positive things to each other all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. we'd be like that positive couple that's like yeah good job babe you're doing so great you know yeah and it would be funny i think but it's at the just, same time it's different yeah. we're men and we're women it's different you know it's yeah. like even if in theory on paper you're like duh those are exactly the same you guys are going to be peachy keen then right. it's not it's just still not because we're just men and women and that you know yeah what, what do they say men are from venus women are from mars or whatever or the opposite yeah you know yes. so it doesn't know. even yeah that's an old like a, a love language yeah. type book old book so yeah. yeah 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 so you're yeah in theory on paper yes and but also no not really <laughs> so good to know uh, yeah, yeah i think that's helpful and i think that's helpful to mention okay so i'm gonna jump into lales yeah that's okay please okay uh, so Lael's love language, 100%, is acts of service. Oh, um, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, because it, it's interesting. It's like, I want 100%, like, good words spoken to me. And he wants 100% me to do things for him. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. But you can kind of see why, like... Um, a lot of our marital problems stem from this is because like you had said at the beginning of the episode they are going to speak their love language to you because that's what how they feel loved right yeah so Lael all day long will do acts of service so he will do the dishes for me he will do the laundry for me he will do you know do all these things that what I'm I'm helping you if any other husband did things like this for you like, or if any other husband did things for this, like for their wives, their wives would feel so grateful. You know, why do you still feel not loved? Because I'm doing all these things. And, and really it comes down to it. It's like, you could do everything. Like you could run my whole entire life and, and I'd matter. still not feel loved Yeah, because it matters the words that are coming out of your mouth, you know? So, yeah. um, like what what's the saying it's like um i i forget and now my brain just just went off in left field but um so acts of service it's like if and this has been also how i saw why our first year of marriage was so um tumultuous is that the word tumultuous tumultuous um is because i was busy giving him quality time, giving him physical touch, giving him words of affirmation, because those three are the easiest for me. And those three make sense to me. And I was not cleaning the house, doing the laundry. You know, like basic things that I'm like, oh, well, if I'm late on it, I'm late on it. It's not a big deal. It's not like I have this timer set. And oh, well, he came home and the laundry's not done. And ugh, like, who cares? Um, But how how wrong I was and how off track I was that he would have felt so loved just from minute one walking in to 
a clean uh, house or laundry Babe, I folded. did this. Yeah, yeah I cleaned yeah. the house. I did the laundry. I made sure that you felt like I did these things for you. Yeah. You know, and it's like super, super simple. I mean, well, especially before kids, but super, super simple. <laughs> and <laughs> now with kids, a lot harder. And he's had to be very understanding yeah. of like, hey, you had this list. I, I attempted and my yeah. attempt is my attempt is going to have to be good enough for you because I have three wild children and I homeschool. So, and you know, and that's something that you know he's had to kind of you know compromise on. Yeah. Um. But at least me showing that I tried is the best because he knows the difference between, hey, I actually spent time today to clean the house before you got home, or. Hey babe, I'm on my way home. Okay, I have 20 minutes to like, <laughs> you know, make it work. I have 20 Throw minutes it in the to closet. like try to make it work. <laughs> like yeah. he knows the difference, and it doesn't. I mean, we're mature adults, whatever, and we have kids. It's like he understands, but you should see his face when he's like, "Wow, you you really took time today," you know? Yeah. And um, and while that was really hard for me because I'm like, I'm not a slave. Like what? I'm not a slave. But at the same time, um, seeing, you know, him be fed, like love language wise, is worth it. Um, Like the other day, he was like, I really want the yard cleaned up. And there was shingles because he had just redone our roof. And there was like random shingles and like shingle trash everywhere. And I was like, Ugh, I'm really going to have to go do this. Like, this is like in my brain. I was like, oh, yeah. But I went out there with the wheelbarrow and I cleaned up all the shingle trash off the floor. And I was like, I feel like I'm like a hired person right now. Yeah, 100 <laughs> like, What am I doing? Yeah. But then afterwards, it was like so much easier for him to like give me words of affirmation and you know just, you know, be happy and content and like us have a good night because I had really shown him I'm willing to like go sweat so so that you feel like I did something for you you know yeah so (laughs) yeah yikes I know and so again it's all about you know the communication getting on the same page compromising with this one because I I'm I can't do it all you know but there's you know priorities there's certain priorities and, you know, kind of like with what we had talked about with quality time, it's like you find quality time this way. And there's usually one specific thing that really, you know, you hone in on. Yeah. Um, even if your quality time is the same thing. So, yeah. But then that's also why for a long time you probably thought like acts of service was my love language because I was just constantly like in this like war path of like acts of service you're like so. do the acts <laughs> yeah do <and> it <laughs> you know though so like when luke took the test it didn't come up acts of service but i 100 think acts of service is also very high on there like in my opinion more so than physical touch um i mean he says physical touch but he's cool with like just like a little touch here or there and i'm like right way more than that yeah. Like, I, I would touch all day, so I don't know. But, like, he very much appreciates, like, dinner being cooking or, yeah. you know, the house not being totally horrifying or, you know, laundry and stuff like that. Just like you said. So, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a marine thing because, goodness gracious. Yeah. Maybe it's because they're, like, people too. who get stuff done. And so because they're people who get stuff done, they like other people who get stuff done you know I don't know right well and I think like for Shirley Lael's acts of service like runs really deep um like especially when we're at like at his childhood home and it's you know and he's just constantly working and constantly doing things for people like yeah in that way um like you can see that that's you know he's trying to make sure that people know that you know that they he they're loved you know um but I do think for surely that it is a Marine Corps thing. And I think that this is why, I mean, to be completely transparent, this is why our marriage, I mean, not just because of our Enneagram types, but why our marriage was just got, had such a hard time getting on track and why we had to go to counseling is because of this Marine aspect of 
you work, work, work. And if you're below me, if you're my, if you're my, you know, if you're my Lance Corporal or whatever, um, you are going to do the acts that I tell you to do. And guess what? I'm not going to say it in a very nice way. And you're not going to get a, a good job, man, at the end of it. Yeah. So, um, so it was very, very much his love language, acts of service, also translated, oh, well, I'm giving you acts of service, so you must feel loved. Um, and in reality, yeah. it was like the complete opposite. It's like, oh, man, I'm working. I'm a slave. I'm being treated <laughs> like a lance corporal, a little boot. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and being talked to in the same manner, in the same manner. And yeah. that, and I definitely feel like a lot of this stuff has to do with the Marine Corps. Yeah. Um, and a lot of civilian wives don't get it. Like when yeah. I talk to people and they're like, oh, you're so lucky. Your husband he is such a hard worker and he does so much around the house. And I just kind of stare at them and I'm like, well, it's that or them be nice to you. So, mm, Stop. you know, and I think yeah. And, and it's well, and it's someone, funny in the moment, but no, sorry, yeah. but but that's just something that you know they've had it drilled into them, like from boot camp, working up the ladder. This is how they get things done at work, and don't bring work home. And so that's like another issue, but kind of translated within our love languages. Yeah, and as someone with two drill instructor parents. I, yeah. it's something I very much experienced because it's like, I said jump, why didn't you jump right when I said jump? And it's like, I'm a 12 year old <laughs> yeah. girl with emotions, you know, mm-hmm. like say I look pretty, say I'm doing a good job, give me a hug. And they're like, jump. And you're like, what? Yeah. You know, so <laughs> yes. it's just, yeah, it's definitely yes. like everyone says don't bring work home, but it's really hard to learn how to turn it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you can, that's really good. Um, but yes, yeah, it is, it is interesting because Luke is very much like he does a lot of acts of service and I'm like, I could care less if you do that. I want you to sit next to me and talk to me, you know? So I definitely think the Marine Corps does influence how our spouses act. <laughs> well, okay. I'm, uh, yeah. yeah. People, people will be mad for me saying yeah, this, but it's honestly a big, you know, system of indoctrination. So um, when yeah. they basically, they're like, you will think like this and look like this and act like this and you will jump when someone says jump and someone will jump when you say jump and it'll just be a big system of why is your hair that long? And it's just like, honestly, it's right. kind of ridiculous. So um, it makes them all be insane. So. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. Which, you know, which it's like if if this is out of control, um, it does affect your children as well. Yeah. Like for it sure. Does. Like you said with your drill instructor parents, it's like, ugh, like like how yeah. like it, it's just you don't feel loved. And I do think that some of, you know, what Eric deals with, um, which we've been noticing, you know, the more Lael, you know, leaves work at work and He's working on, you know, different things, words yeah. of affirmation, you know, these yeah. things that were missing before. Um, we see our oldest son making like huge leaps and bounds away from like anxiety and different things like that. Because if all you have is a drill instructor in yeah. your house, um, how how stressful is that? <laughs> It's very stressful. So. I just, the, my biggest example is imagine being a teenage girl who's very sensitive. And so you cry easily. And then your parents say, why are you crying? And you're like, um, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's yeah. what a drill instructor does at work. Yep. They literally make people feel like garbage and they're supposed to. And they went to school to learn how to treat people like garbage, to make them feel like garbage so that they (laughs) listen better. Okay. And you know what? Treating people like garbage doesn't make them listen better. It doesn't. Exactly. Okay. It doesn't make them work harder either. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't. I'm sorry. I have terrible work ethic. Okay. So it didn't matter. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where... It is, yeah. Anyways, leave work at work, but just figuring out what your spouse wants and needs 
through like whatever their love language is and same with your kids if you can kind of figure that out without like telling them because you're not supposed to type your kids at all with any of this stuff and so you're definitely not supposed to be like oh there you go be in a type two again you know you can't do that so exactly um, just kind of figuring out how to love people in the way they most need loved and it makes your life easier eventually once you figure it out right and then you'll just actually do it forever and it will actually be kind of hard but it's like a good kind of hard it's a hard that's worth it you know so But I think that's cool that you can even see it, it, like, the difference in Eric, because it does matter. It matters. It really does. Well, right. And, you know, yeah, and for someone, for someone that doesn't need words of affirmation, it is, it is kind of crazy to see. It's like, I could say anything to him, but as long as, like, I could see the meanest thing to him, but as long as I'm doing the dishes, it is fine. You know, and it, it is really crazy to see the differences in, in people and what matters and what doesn't matter. So, yeah, but that yeah, also that's it, hard, too, because you got like you and Luke are both type ones. So stuff that people say to you guys really matters, which is right, which is tricky to navigate, in my opinion, because to me, I like to beat the dead horse. And the yeah. last thing a type one needs is someone beating the dead horse because they're the dead horse who's already beating themselves and so it's like if you're like why would you do that blah 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 and they're like i'm already overthinking this i don't need you to do it for me too (laughs) so (laughs) well yeah and i think that that's definitely like a, a personality thing too it's like i already think of myself as like the worst person on the planet like you definitely don't have to retell me that yeah which I which is so Uh, interesting like to me because my personality is very much the opposite of that where I think I'm the queen of England so even if (laughs) even if I do something stupid I'm like that's annoying but it's okay because I'm still the queen so yeah like people will still love me people will still hang out with me yeah. yeah, I mean, I I just have the worst like self esteem in my head. I mean, it doesn't yeah. translate, but I know, I, I but mean, I all know. the time. But yeah, you know, lowest self esteem in my head that it's like, oh no, I said the wrong thing. They're never gonna talk to me again. Like if someone doesn't text me back within like or my close friends, like if I said something that I'm like, oh no, I don't know if I said the wrong thing, and Aww. it takes you longer than like an hour to get back to me, I'm like, oh, that's it our friendship is over (laughs) no that's horrible and me I'm usually just like looking at my phone and being like I can't because I just don't even want to think about what I'm supposed to actually say right now so I'll do this in six days (laughs) no and it's only if I'm having like a hard conversation with somebody or you know feeling yeah so I've never felt that way with you you're so like, don't, I mean, don't feel like goes. you're walking on eggshells around no, people. I don't. I, I really don't. do think that these love languages, they matter more the closer the person is to you. Like, I would say that, yes, words of affirmation matter when other people say them to me. Like, if someone random online goes, oh, my gosh, you are just doing wonderful because of blah, 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 blah. It really does puff me up. I'm, I'm like, not in a bad way, but in like a oh, that, that's really nice. But yeah. it doesn't matter as much to me than when my husband says it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. it's definitely different brackets. Yeah, definitely. But I do think it's important to mention that, like, this is just one of these types of things. And I think they can all be really valuable tools. But at the end of the day, they're still just a tool they're like a yeah. means to an end, but they're not the answer to everything. So right. um, I just wanted people to keep that in mind because I feel like it's really easy for people to get like obsessed with this stuff. And at the end of the day, if you're like not even talking to your spouse, stuff's going to be bad. So yes, I think just like yeah. general communication and normal like respect, give and take type of things is the most of the most importance and then this stuff is all just tools to use to better understand and work together to and a means to an end i guess right Right? so yeah Perfect. yeah but these are definitely fun and interesting and now you guys know a lot about us and our spouses so yeah (laughs) hope you enjoyed it (laughs) yeah if you don't know your love language please just do yourself a favor and just 
it, the quiz is so easy to take. Yeah, it takes and like four it, seconds. You know, it's so easy. Like, just figure it out so that you can start down the path. I mean, I, we took, Layla and I took the quiz years ago. And it wasn't until like a year ago that we started taking it really really serious and it's just one of those things that it's like well that's a lot of work like uh, you know it's one of those it's learning another language you know and yeah um but at least you know even if you take the quiz today and don't do anything it's still the first step in you know going down that that road eventually so yeah and everything will start making sense and i don't think there's any harm in learning more about what your spouse needs So even if it means like taking a five minute quiz for both of you, and then you just tuck that in your brain, you know, that still makes a difference in the long run because then hopefully you'll start coming back to it. And then you can work on like, stop giving your spouse gifts when theirs is not gifts, it's words of affirmation. So they're like, cool, thanks for the new present for the hundredth time, but do like am I doing a good job (laughs) so yeah yeah, it's definitely it's definitely helpful tool even just in the simplest of means so yeah 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 so that was long um but we hope you guys liked it and go take the quiz let us know what you are if you are what you think you are whatever and Mm -hmm. uh, if you have any good stories about love language type things you can always email us and that's all I think Right? We'll talk to you guys later. Yep. Yeah. See ya. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. You can contact us at momsoutloudpodcast at gmail.com with questions, topic ideas, and collaboration. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Out Loud. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.